And there's two types of positioning. There's verbal positioning and there's non-verbal positioning. When you're positioning, what you're doing is you are telling the executive leadership team that you are in charge, or at least you deserve to be, that you are a great leader, or at least you deserve to be. I'm Dr. Grace Lee, and you're listening to the Career Revisionist Podcast for executives, team leaders, people managers, and ambitious professionals from all backgrounds. It's for those among us who can't stay stagnant and admire anyone who demonstrates exponential growth. We challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone and into higher levels of leadership, and we are determined to rise confidently in our industry so that we can make our greatest contribution using our knowledge and expertise. We've worked hard to become great at what we do, but only so we can achieve the goals that give our lives meaning and purpose. And while we persevere through a college education to get us here with our technical skills, we understand that to get to the next level where we desire to be, it requires a different kind of skills. We're not comfortable with failure because we experience satisfaction when we are advancing. And while some of us work well under pressure, all of us perform the best when we are part of a winning team. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players. We are A plus players, and we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. Do you feel confident in your technical skills to get things done? But when it comes to stepping up into higher levels of leadership, that is challenging to bring that executive presence. And it's really common when we feel that we don't have that executive presence, it leads to a feeling that we're being undermined by the executive leadership team. And it feels like we're being seen as a worker, a pair of hands instead of a leader. And you're going to notice that as you step up into senior levels of leadership, into the executive team, as you move up into director and C-suite, you're going to notice that the technical skills matter less and less. Your ability to be good at what you do, your ability to have the know-how, the deep technical knowledge that you did when you were an individual contributor, you're going to notice that those things matter less and less as you go up. And if your emphasis is still on the technical skills, if that's only the area where you have confidence, it's going to be difficult to convey the value you bring to the executive team. And that's why they're going to see you as a worker, a pair of hands. And the emphasis then is then to keep you on the technical side of things because you do that work so well. But if you're somebody who wants to step up into executive leadership, you don't want to stay a worker. You don't want to stay being skillful in your contribution and your task. And you want to move up into the executive level leadership. That's why it's important to have that presence. And in this video, what I want to share with you are three very crucial skills to develop if you want to have that presence and you want to convey the value you bring to the executive team. So these are the three non-technical skills to master if you want to avoid being undermined by the executive leadership team. The first non-technical skill is communication. And communication is a large umbrella. There's many elements to communication, but there are three key elements. And the three elements start with the letter P. The first P is persuasion. And this is how do you motivate that audience? Your executive team is is the audience. How do you motivate them to take a particular action as a result of what you said? Being able to persuade them through your recommendation, persuade them with an idea that you want to share, or persuade them in a direction that you see as the most fit to head to. So that's the first P is persuasion. The second P is presentation. And this is where how you share your wisdom behind your solutions. And notice I use the word wisdom. I did not say knowledge. Because what you are used to is having technical knowledge. But the executive leadership team doesn't care about the details about your technical knowledge. They want to know your wisdom. 
So presentation is being able to share your wisdom, and that's what adds value. What are the principles that you operate? What are the principles that you have been applying to have wisdom in suggesting the direction that in which we're heading? So that is P, presentation. The third P is in, in terms of positioning. Positioning. And there's two types of positioning. There's a verbal positioning and there's nonverbal positioning. When you're positioning, what you're doing is you are telling the executive leadership team that you are in charge, or at least you deserve to be, that you are a great leader, or at least you deserve to be. And so this is an area of positioning that you want to step up into higher levels of leadership, but you don't have the job title yet, or you're not officially in that position yet. But before you're in that position, even before you get there, you already need to begin to position yourself that way. You already need to begin to play at that level. So that's why in communication, there are these three P's. Persuasion, there's presentation, and there's positioning. So that's the very first umbrella of the non-technical skills to master. This is the umbrella of communication. If you're listening to this and you're resonating with it, maybe some of you are nodding your heads and you're saying, yes, this is what I need to shine. This is what I need to improve. But you're serious about developing this non-technical skill. Then I invite you to work with me. Below this video in the description, there is a link for you to apply to my coaching program. And this is where I'm going to walk you through all the steps to help you master your communication skills in those three areas. How to become more persuasive without being manipulative, without trying to push it on, without trying to fake it and pretend to be somebody you're not. How you can be presenting yourself better in terms of conveying your wisdom. How do you extrapolate the wisdom behind your knowledge? How do you do that? And finally, in terms of positioning, how do you position yourself as a senior leader in your organization so that you can get into the boardroom, so that you can be involved in their inner circle, the strategic meetings and be involved in those discussions. So if you want to know how to do this, then click the link below, send your application, and I look forward to working with you on the inside. The second non-technical skill to master if you want to step up into higher levels of leadership is self-mastery. Self-mastery. When you achieve self-mastery, this is where you have your heightened sense of self-awareness. You have your climax of self-awareness. And when you have a degree of self-awareness this deep, that reflective self-awareness, you are aware of how others perceive you. You're aware of how you create the culture around you. You're aware of how you're showing up. You're aware of how you're conveying your ideas. You're aware of how people respond to you. You're aware of areas that you are not aware of. You're aware of your blind spots and you are completely conscientious of the effect that you have on your audiences and the way you've been leading. This is a heightened level of self-awareness. And from that space, that self-mastery, from that space, this is where you are able to achieve very easily and very naturally two areas. They start with the letter A. Number one is your ability to influence others and your ability to influence self as well. Before you can influence other people, you need to first be able to influence yourself, to be able to be motivated intrinsically to do what's hard and to be able to be motivated intrinsically to have that level of self-reflectiveness, to uncover your blind spots, to challenge your own beliefs. So when you influence yourself this way, only after you've achieved that level of self-influence, now you can have the ability to influence others. And the reason why it works this way first, we must first be able to influence ourselves before we can influence other people. Because if you're going to influence other people, be a change agent, you might be needing them to make different decisions. You might be needing them to shift their mindset, shift their beliefs. But how can you ask somebody to do something you have not been able to do yourself? So the key to be able to influence others is influencing self, which goes back to self-mastery. That's the first A, ability to influence others. The second A is your ability to manage your emotions. 
And this is so important when you're leading teams, when you're stepping up into higher levels of leadership, there is a great amount of ambiguity. You're, you're needing to solve, to, to solve direction. You're needing to solve problems and to make decisions with less and less information, with more and more ambiguity and uncertainty. And this requires an ability to manage your emotions. When you manage your emotions, you're able to make decisions that are more rationalized. When you manage your emotions, you're able to show up differently. You're able to respond to disagreements. You're able to respond to the way that people see you. You're able to create environments and cultures that are productive. And you're also able to be maintaining momentum as well, forward momentum in your career path. So that's why the second key non-technical skill to master is self-mastery. Before I move to the third non-technical skill, remember to subscribe to my channel. Just a quick reminder to ring that bell below as well because every single week I release videos on this topic and so much more. So far, we've discussed two non-technical skills to master so that you can step up into senior and higher levels of leadership so that you can avoid being undermined by the executive leadership team. The first non-technical skill was communication skills. The second non-technical skill was self-mastery skills. And now the third non-technical skill is decision-making skills. When it comes to making decisions, it is the most important part of your role in senior executive leadership team. Because there's two C's, two C's in decision-making. The first C is contextualization. When you're making decisions, it's important. Can you contextualize the decisions you're making with the broader context of the company's strategic direction? What about contextualizing it with the context of the, of the company's processes? What about the context of the marketplace as well? What about the context of the objectives and goals and the mission of the company at large? So this is important to be able to contextualize and to bring pieces together cohesively. And so therefore your decisions become insightful. Your decisions become informed and your decisions become very impactful as well. So that's the first C, contextualization. The second C, which is still part of decision-making, is critical thinking. Critical thinking is your ability to take in specific information, data and information, be able to synthesize that into new wisdom, new learnings, and apply that to solving real problems for the company. 